Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news. With us today, you're going to love having them back because we've been on a bit of a hiatus since July 16th, but it's the day after Labor Day. Rob Anson, CEO, Full AI, trades on the stock symbol FOBI here in Canada and for our friends of the US, FOBIF. For those who are new to the story, and that's going to be a lot of you, we know, uh, because the press release of the company has been putting out, this is supposed to be beyond the press release. We got a number of them to talk about, but the description you need to know about the company for everyone that's new, uh, Foby is a global leader in providing real-time, that's the important part, real-time data analytics uh, using artificial intelligence, and that's used to drive customer activation and engagement in the retail sector, both brick and mortar and even e-commerce now. If that sounds like a lot, this is all you have to know, third-party validation. And guys, I had to trim this list down by 70%. But what you need here, here's some third-party validation. They've got a strategic alliance with Nielsen IQ to transform the real retail sector. And that's a quote from the headline with Nielsen IQ. Uh, one of the most significant partnerships in its history with NTT Data, the world's fourth largest telecom company. Uh, approved for the Oracle Network, a five-store pilot agreement with Canada's second largest grocer. And just recently, a couple of press releases we've talked about, integrations with Lightspeed and Shopify. Uh, Lightspeed, 140,000 customers around the world, $30 billion in growth transaction value. Shopify, you know how big they are. And there's more press releases, but let's get to them. Rob, congratulations. Welcome back, buddy. Hey, George. Thanks for having me. Um, hey, we did our interview on July 16th, and usually biz dev around the world, and especially in the small cap states, starts to take a break around mid-July. But since then, since I counted, you've had seven big press releases, and we'll go into some detail about those. But the bigger question is, is Phoebe now hitting uh, its next biggest acceleration phase for the business cycle? Yeah, we are, we are most definitely. And, and part of it too, I mean, I had a lot of shareholders reach out and snapshots, screenshots, whatever you want to call it from different boards that people are sending about, uh, you know, where did we go? Where have we gone? You know, um, just a bunch of stories and no substance, et cetera. And like I said, for us, um, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, from the early stages perhaps took what we did you know, for granted last year with, you know, significance of news. I mean, we've got, you know, news we could be putting out almost every day. Um, so being a little more selective, um, you know, not, not talking as much as you would say, and really just focused on strategy and execution and having, a, you know, such a established senior management team now has enabled me the time to focus on, on the capital markets and strategical side you know, obviously working key now with Richard Lee from Nielsen IQ with our corporate strategy. Uh, Richard and I are extremely busy on the M&A side of the business and, you know, the business development led by Mike Cannavaro and the team. Um, you know, we, we, had a, we had a lot going on, George. And, you know, for us, when we start to look at uh, the summer, it's been a summer of um, grind. Um, you know, the, we go back to COVID you know, our biggest attribute as a company is speed and agility. You know, we were able to transform various technologies. Uh, we were able to acquire 
technologies that we started off as partnership uh, and in past creative course, as I mentioned. Um, so for me, no, no, this is all about execution. There's no time off. Uh, we're focused on execution. The raise put us in a, a very, very strong position, um, position of strength now financially, um, you know, as well as most recently, as you see in the share price and the share price is what it is. I mean, I, I don't, uh, you know, live on that each and every day. You know, I, I've got people in, you know, that were messaging me five, six times a day that, oh my God, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're dollar five again. I can't believe this. And, you know, I understand that, but um, for me, I'm very focused on our plan and of execution. And our team has done an absolutely amazing job uh, in most recent months. And as, as the public will start to see in coming months to the end of the year, um, things are shaping up very, very well for us. Well, these were all big press releases. None of these were routine style corporate cleanup. Uh, Foby adds George to the board directors and you know launches a new website. All of them were, were big. Uh, and I put them into three categories: integrations, deals, and acquisitions. Uh, before we get to some specifics, as I want to talk about three of them, the three biggest ones. Generally speaking, you know, integrations, deals, and acquisitions are all taking place. What do you want investors to focus on? Or is it just all cylinders are firing and there's no one specific part that's carrying the company. Well, the, the, the integrations is, is, is a very important one um, because that's channel. That gives us the third-party sales efforts from the largest tech companies out there today. And that's what we've seen with Shopify and Lightspeed uh, in most recent uh, attendee period or whatever it is now that we've announced those. Um, you know, we've already seen wins from those already um, and, and positive reviews and feedback, which is great. Um, today's been an absolute crazy day uh, as far as the, the light speed announcement and the list of inquiries is, is, is quite something. Um, I, I didn't anticipate it. Are you able to elaborate on that a little um, You know, this is, it's really the fun part now is, you know, I, I, when you start to look at these processes is, you know, Ian Cameron's done an, an amazing job of building out a, a fully automated end-to-end -end solution utilizing HubSpot. And that's how we're able to process all of these today. Uh, and this is the importance of the channel and the integrations is when we get an inquiry now, whether it's a 90 store uh, retailer, a chain, or it's a one-off, it's all the same process. So every, each and every data touch point from onboarding to billing and all of those in between is all fully automated. So it's been an interesting day today to see the emails come in and signups come in. Um, it's been quite overwhelming. Okay, I'm glad you brought that up because you've announced Lightspeed and Shopify just in the last seven, 10 days. Lightspeed, 140,000 customers, $30 billion in global transaction volume. Shopify, 1.75 million customers and 120 billion in gross merchandising volume. So those numbers sound great. When I saw that, I think a lot of people saw it reacting great. But the first thing that went my head, through my head as, an, as, a, as a founder myself, as a builder myself is, how the hell do you manage that? If, if you have 1% of these come through, uh, you, do you have the team to manage that? So where you're, and the other part I was thinking is, 
Some of those are going to be hundreds, you know, George Com widgets has a hundred stores. Another one's going to be George Com bananas. He's got, he's got one store. Yep. How do you find the time or do you have to cut people off? But what you're telling me here is that you got, you've got it fully automated. There's no human touch points to get. To- no, that's, that, that's, that's the key. And, and I, you rewind the videos going back, you know, two and a half years now. Um, that's, that's what I've always stressed here is where each and every component of our product is built for scale. And whether that was our Phobia IoT device uh, and changes made there and adaptations um, or, or this, the, the channel and the onboarding and the data intelligence platform of which Tamer and team have built. Um, we leverage automation and artificial intelligence uh, to the hilt and it's, it's extremely powerful. Um, and, and days like this where you know, we, we, you know, Lightspeed, Shopify, these are big names. But for us, it's key as a young company because they're household names, right? Um, they're already existing service providers. And it's a lot easier to sell additional technology and integration when you already own the customer. And a lot of people, I think, maybe perhaps they don't quite understand what uh, the channel means. But uh, that, that's just it. Um, we get introduced, we get walked through the door, much like we did in early days with AWS. Um, you know, you have them introducing clients and whatnot, and you're endorsed by these, you know, companies, much like Telus in our procurement deal. Um, to see now the turn of the sales force of Telus with our product in marketplace, you know, it enables us to get national coverage and scale overnight, and to have multiple different companies and service providers, leading service providers, um, this is exactly what, what my solution was built to be uh, and what we're executing now. And I want to talk about that a little bit because I, as a small cap guy, I've seen you know partnerships like this with big channels. They sound great at the beginning, but then quite often not a lot turns out, not a lot happens with them. But in the case of Lightspeed, uh, and Shopify, I want to ask you, how are you, how are they getting you to the customer? And I'm glad to see that with Lightspeed, Phobia is going to be a featured partner in October. So if you can yeah. try and explain to people, people, what does that mean? Is it just, you know, a banner uh, at the at the top of the channel part, or is it some, some real marketing uh, and push going on by Light? The no, it's for, it's for sure. And this was the benefit of event as well. Um, it's just that it's full on, you know, co-marketing collaboration, if you will. Right, uh, Ian building the assets and materials with Esgi and our team uh, to support the channel partners, such as a Lightspeed in, in your reference here. Um, and the introductions are made. There's, um, you know, all the marketing assets are sent out directly to them. Uh, there, there's phone calls made, etc. So for us, it's um, you know we're checking the boxes across all the various touch points uh, and having these third-party system integration and tech partners and whatnot open the door and endorse us. You can't ask for more of that. So you're not just clearly, you know, you're not just one of many guys thrown into a box and say, Hey, we're another channel partner of ours that everyone. Well, you, you know what, George is, there's a lot of people go, Oh, well, you know, Shopify got thousands of different apps on their app store. Sure. Of course there are, you know, but it, it's much the same of it. Um, why these companies have, have move quickly is, you know, like I said, technology has no value unless it solves a fundamental problem. Um, you know, bridging the gap between online and offline and now mobile commerce and, 
you know, the real-time data applications, as you mentioned in your intro, uh, we're relevant right across the board. Now throw on our activation capabilities with loyalty through our pass creator, the whole wallet pass. As we see in all of the press releases the last two weeks from Apple, uh, the phone and the wallet will become everything, absolutely everything in our life. So this is why for us is people are just starting to understand our story. People are under, starting to understand my vision. Um, and they're about to find out here in the next quarter uh, in 2022, what, what the power of what we've built for the last two and a half years is gonna unfold into. What does it do for your biz dev when you're going to, you've been trying to get Georgecom as a customer or a partner and you say, hey, by the way, we're now, we're now integrated with Lightspeed. We're now integrated with Shopify. We're going to be a featured partner for the entire month of October on Lightspeed. How does, how does that help you speed up the business, the, the biz dev cycle? Well, it's just always that, you know, especially in your, you know, there's a, there's a lot of big conversations I'm in at the moment, um, you know, at various levels and private sector and government, of course. And it's just that, the credibility. Who, who have you serviced? Um, who are your key partners? Um, Third-party validation is very, very important. Um, and when you can drop the names of which we can now with a Shopify or a Lightspeed or whatnot, um, you know, people take notice, you know, Oracle and all of Vend and the other companies that we're working with, you know, it's a big deal. And, um, you know, it's something we've worked hard on uh, to build that indirect sales through channel partners. But now it puts us in a position as we start to build a direct sales team. Uh, it's going to be quite interesting to see how we can leverage technology to do so by a couple of key tech stacks that uh, I'm looking at at a moment for our direct sales channel. And uh, we'll continue to leverage automation and AI right across the board. Lightspeed from what you said earlier and the smile on your face. I mean, it's day one. You just announced it and it seems like there are already inquiries coming in. Shopify has had a little bit of time on the bone, just a little bit. And you already got your first review. Uh, we posted to Twitter and a, and a couple of different places. Uh, and I know it's probably early, but are you seeing the same kind of reaction from the Shopify uh, customer database as well? Yeah, it, it, it's interesting because it's it's different. Um, where Lightspeed is predominantly bricks and mortar, of course. Um, the Lightspeed stuff that we have coming in is helping them bridge that gap, as I mentioned, between their online and offline sales components. Um, so it's the it's, it's same, but different, I guess you could say. Yeah, the, the, the momentum we've gained here in the, the last couple of weeks, is, it's very exciting. You know, today's my first day back in the office and in the boardroom here with the, the new logo and stuff. And it's great to, you know, you walk in today, and you feel the energy of the team, right? It's, uh, it's, a, it's, 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 you know, it's amazing to see, of course. Um, you know, I kept saying last night, it felt like Christmas Eve to me. Um, you know, I, I love the time with my family, of course, and, and friends, but I hate weekends because it slows down business. And, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, I, I, don't, um, I don't rest very much. And, you know, our team, to see the excitement and the drive within my team now, is, uh, it's really invigorating. Well, if you guys were able to do this much damage while you're all virtual, uh, yeah. you know, since July 16th, last time we spoke, I can't imagine what you guys are going to do for the rest of the year. 
Um, I do want to talk about the rest of the year, but I also want to talk about one more deal. I just found it interesting. We're Canadian. Uh, the deal with the CHL, uh, the world's largest development yeah. hockey league with 9 million fan visits in 2019. What are you guys doing there? Uh, and, and how do you expect that? You know, how do you expect that to be a revenue generator for the company? What kind of expectations do you have? Well, I know it's great uh, because it's each and every team. Um, you know, our, our smart top device will be implemented throughout the arenas and offices. Uh, our smart scan device as well. Uh, from a ticket perspective, as well as the people are entering the buildings eventually. Um, the wallet pass issuance, each and every pass, I mean, all our pricing is right on our, our webpage now for all, all these various things. And Ian's done an amazing job building out the new uh, rebranding. And each and every week, there's new, new components added to it. So for those that haven't uh, you know, been on the webpage, definitely take a look. Um, but no, it's a great deal for us. I mean, it's the same side. You got to start somewhere. Um, you know, you don't walk in off the street and take over the NHL's head office, you know, so we're, we're, we're realistic and 9 million fans is 9 million fans yeah. and ultimately 9 million passes is 9 million passes. So to your point, whether it's a, a one-off or it's 9 million opportunity, we take it all because at the end of the year, they all add up. Um, and that's what we're looking for. So the CHL is a, is a great opportunity. Obviously there's a lot of history. Uh, as you mentioned, Canadians, uh, a lot of pride. Um, for us, we'll, we'll learn a great deal, of course, and uh, hopefully it'll lead to other bigger opportunities within, like we're doing with Bahamar and the ticketing aspect of our technology now. So we'll see. Well, and I think you took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, is this a stepping stone to other leagues, especially as not as much Canada? It seems like we're still a little bit tepid here, even though this is with the CHL. But it seems like other leagues, other school leagues around the world are really starting to open up. Um, could this, is this one of the first deals of its kind? Because this is a big one. I mean, the world's largest development hockey league and 9 million fan visits. Uh, yeah. Do you think you've attracted the attention of, you know, uh, other leagues in other countries? It may not necessarily be hockey, it might be a soccer league or it might be other kinds of leagues. Yeah, I think one thing that, you know, people have to understand too is, is it's challenging working, you know, the higher the level, the higher the league, you know, the expectation is it's, it's sponsored, right? Um, you know, I'm not sponsoring anything. You either see value or, or you don't. And like I said, for us, um, you know, these opportunities, they're working a year ahead basically, right? So, you know, um, the importance of this is now is this isn't necessarily, you know, depending upon what facet of our technology stack they're looking at, some of these projects are a year, 18 months, you know, down the road. Um, you know, the, the venue management's a little different story, the loyalty and the data side, of course, that's immediate. Uh, so we, we've got a very good balance for sure. Um, and most definitely it's, it's, it's brought the attention. We, we've had multiple different leagues, uh, I would say now, um, worldwide reach out. And I think it's one of the, the, the interesting parts that people will see now is uh, a lot of our, our business now is coming from Europe. Uh, it's beginning to come from APAC. Um, so we're going to see a lot of growth and a lot of uh, international opportunities and perhaps even names that you know, might not be too familiar, but the size and stature of some of these business organizations is, is uh, very, very uh, impressive for sure. I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you about how some of the pilots are going, because you've announced a, a number of great pilots 
with some pretty big organizations. Are you able to give yeah, everyone at home a bit of a status update on uh, on some or all of them? Yeah, for sure. There, there's a lot of, uh, of course, planning. Um, there's been a lot of development work that's gone into this. Um, you know, some of these organizations aren't like Fulby, where they don't have their executive team working 24-7 and driving and pushing all summer. Um, I, I wish it was that way, but... I, I can only push so hard and, and my team can only push so hard and lawyers can only push so hard. So no, we, we anticipate in, in the next uh, couple of weeks here, we should see some positive um, updates uh, from the company for sure. Couple of weeks. All right. Um, I wasn't, I wasn't expecting to hear that, but, but from the way you, you answer that though, it seems like they're all moving ahead. Uh, you're just pushing as hard as you can. And sometimes these big organizations, it was summer, especially in Europe, uh, vacations very, you know, August is almost a write-off in Europe. But uh, would it be fair yeah, to say I, that I, they're I, all I, moving I, ahead as planned? I have no reason to believe. Uh, obviously, I'm, I'm privy to every conversation at every level. I have no reason to believe that these are, are going to go sideways. Um, we're planning on, as you've seen, the ramp-up of our team. Uh, to support these. So no, I'm, I'm very confident. With all this in mind, and it's just the day after Labor Day, but you've been going full tilt all summer. How do you see the year ending off for Foby? Because something you said last year when we did our year-end review, and by the way, we're not talking, for everyone at home, we're not talking about stock price. Uh, when you were talking about, what I think when we did our year-end re review, you said, despite the fact that 2020 was such an incredible breakthrough year. 2021 was going to be as big of a magnitude jump as 2021 was over 2019. How do you see, you know, are, you, are you still on track for that? Are you still on track for more than you expected, as you expected? No, I think we'll surpass my expectations by end of year. And, um, you know, a lot of it you have to understand isn't related to share price. You know, I, I'm... I'm very realistic here. Like I said, obviously I'm, I'm here for the long term. So I, I you know, keep pounding on this that I'm, I'm building a long-term viable strategy and plan to execute. Um, and and we, we've done a tremendous job this year uh, of building the team, of, of building the technologies. You know, we made a few acquisitions already. Um, there's much more M&A activity that uh, anticipate to come. Uh, and that was a big part of the reason why we've bumped out our AGM so we could get caught up with all the financial numbers of um, all the various groups. But uh, I anticipate here in, in the next coming uh, short period that um, there'll be a few more things to talk about when it comes to development and transactions and whatnot. So this year has been, um, you know, uh, just I would say probably it already exceeded my expectation. And the funnest part to me now is to see where, where we'll end up at, at the end of the year. Um, we're extremely well positioned. Obviously we're well funded now um, and just a position of strength. And it, it's a lot of fun to see because the, the calls that I'm getting and the introductions that I've been made to now, um, they're starting to catch wind of it. You gotta remember something, George, Nobody knows who the hell we are, right? They just don't. I mean, you know, that was one thing I found in um, 
through the fundraising that we did through Echelon and the overnight deal is I talked to a lot of US groups and nobody heard of us. Hey, you talk talked investors, to, not the industry, because the industry no, knows investors. who you are. Yeah, investors. But at the same side, I mean, you know, as great as I'd like to think we are and, you know, our shareholders might think we are, is, no, we're still relatively unknown, right? And we haven't done, done, you know, in my eyes, we haven't really done much of anything yet, but I can guarantee you um, by the end of the year, uh, that story will have changed. And you've talked about it before, uh, you've, your plans for uplisting uh, should be supported by whatever you're expecting to have happen by the end of the year, that that all looks to be something uh, you know, on track? Well, let's just say we're trending in the right direction. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> but um, yeah, it sounds like we're gonna have you back on a lot just in September, Rob, let alone by, let alone by the end of the year. But it's great to get this post somewhere. Everyone's back, kids are in school, we're all back at our laptops and, and to kind of hit the ground running with Fulby. Last words to you, what, uh, what's the last thing you wanna say on this interview to, to everybody at home? Well, I think that's part of it, George, is, you know, the fallacy that people believe that, oh, summertime. I mean, I, I, I try to always, if everyone's on the right, I go left. And, you know, I'll continue to do so. I mean, you saw our press releases I put out were Fridays. You know, oh, summertime on a Friday, you can't do that. Oh, yes, I can. Watch me. Um, and, and that's just it. It's changing it up. You know, there's obviously a lot of games that are are have been played and I'm sure will be played in the market here as we've seen. And, um, you know, I, I accept the challenge, so that's fine. Um, and like I said, it's, you never know at uh, 6 a.m. Eastern what's, what's going to pop up on your inbox. So uh, we'll see what happens. And I think part of, part of the other side just sort of cut you off there, George, but oh, of course, you know, my, my little um, remark about we're trending in the right direction is yeah, we're, we're focused on uplisting Obviously, share price plays a big part in that. Um, you know, as, as, we, as we said, we're trending in the right direction and uh, fully, fully intend to push as hard as I can to, to get us there organically, uh, which is obviously important to myself and board and uh, our shareholders. Rob, thanks for joining us. Congratulations on what you've done all year, for the last 12 months, all year in 2021, and just this last 45 days. I mean, seven really big press releases, and from the sounds of it, a lot more coming. Can't wait. As always, we're all appreciative. And uh, even though you always have a couple of critics chirping, you know, even the Pope doesn't have 100% uh, approval rating. I can tell you that uh, for the most part, the loyal, long-term believers in the company are uh, are happy, and we wish you continued success. Well, thanks. No, I'd like to thank all of our shareholders. I mean, it's uh, it's amazing the like I said, they they find everything. It's uh, they're like private investigators. They have their ear to the ground everywhere, and you know they bring a lot of great ideas. You know we've got a lot of people that you know would make great uh, great team members of Phoebe that are shareholders. So a lot of bright people. Um, you know I'm not one to read the boards, and I don't get caught up in like I said the ups and downs of each and every day. I just can't operate that way. So I don't really care what people think or say. Um, all I know is what we're building and where we're going. Um, and very thankful for the opportunity that this has been brought through our shareholders and our board and in our team. You know, we, you'll see me talk about it a lot, but my team's everything. Um, 
we've built a great one. Yeah. And and I will mention for new investors, people who, who are seeing Shopify, Lightspeed, CHL, saying, who are these Folby guys? Because you're always attracting new investors. You must feel great, though. You're not a talker. You're a doer. You put you put your money where your mouth is in the last financing. $300,000 on top of whatever other money. So close to $800,000, I think, just in the just in 2021. But it's got to feel great that you put your money where your mouth was at that last financing and to see where the market is. And we just and, and we just basically ended Labor Day. Well, that's a great entry point. I mean, you know, this is where we were basically before the, the dip of the financing. We all know how that goes. Um, we've rebounded nicely and this will be a springboard uh, for us. I'm extremely confident. I'll always bet on myself for sure. That's not a problem here. Um, and I, I'm, I'm extremely energized and motivated and so is my team. And that's, that's the cool part. This is really about team here. So set well for the rest of the year, George. Thank you. All right. Thanks Rob. We can't wait to have you back in a couple of weeks. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to use that in the uh, Twitter alert a couple of weeks, sometime in the next couple of weeks, you're going to be back. So thanks for joining us, buddy. Get back to what you guys are doing because whatever you're doing is working out fantastically. Thank you for your time. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform to Rob Anson. He's CEO of Fobi AI, trades on the stock symbol FOBI in Canada, FOBIF in the US. For those who are new to the story and you need to kind of get a handle on what it is because there's so many moving parts and the company is definitely a disruptive technology company. First, get to the company's profile page on Agoracom where we've got it neatly summarized there for you. And then from there, link over to the Fulby website, do your deep dive due diligence. If you believe in data analytics, real-time analytics, artificial intelligence, e-commerce, all of that, and you see the third-party validation I talked about the intro, then you've got to do your due diligence. Take a close look at Fulby. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you all next time. Hey, guys. The video's over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our YouTube channel so you never miss another great Agoracom small cap video.